cannabis-specific crypto might not take on the mainstream, but this article from Benzinga is asking whether or not crypto and cannabis could replace any need for the Safe Banking Act, the MORE Act, uh, federal legalization, or banking legislation in the meantime. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. We've seen a lot of volatility, a lot of action, a lot of speculation. Uh, I'm sure some tears in there somewhere, but um, optimism nonetheless, right? The hold on for deal lifers might not even, even understand some of the smart contracts uh, that happened with blockchain. They understand crypto and some people might understand the finite aspects to it that kind of make it seem like gold where there's a finite amount and that increases the value. Other people might not understand lightning networks or definance. Uh, there's a lot of scams and bubbles and failed projects out there. We just saw one of them go uh, straight down to zero. Uh, and so a lot of that is kind of leading for um, some speculation. But uh, amongst all of this is what can happen with cannabis and crypto? Could it still be an opportunity? Maybe one of the more uh, well-known cannabis cryptos is POT, uh, P-O-T. Uh, I think there was uh, some excitement, maybe even a, a pump and dump around that when Dennis Rodman wore a T-shirt uh, when he went to go meet with Kim Jong-un in uh, North Korea. But there's going to be some obvious roadblocks with that. Cannabis is a highly regulated industry and finance is a highly regulated industry. And like my lawyer said, only break one law at a time. So if you're going to deal with cannabis, you're not really going to want to associate it with any like off book balance sheet entries or any kind of weird crypto, anything to get you audited or uh, put on you know, a red flag list is not going to be something that a cannabis company wants to sign up for. So the lack of um, current adoption um, is an issue. Market capitalization, all of these things um, where it's not easy to get money in and out. Um, so limitations, um, there's typically unlimited on wires, but there's all of these other, um, issues that you might have like going to zero Bitcoin, obviously being one of the most popular Ethereum actually has a, a decent kind of infrastructure with that. So the blockchain is going to be a lot easier to make some smart contracts. Hashtag is going to even be better. I think a lot of real estate contracts might be, um, written on hashtag, uh, because of, of their scale and ability to um, include all of those details. A lot of these other coins are just a store of value, so they're not going to be utilized in the same way. The chief revenue officer of, of Hyper was asked the same question. He said, basically, combining one highly regulated product with another highly regula regulated industry is a non-starter for a lot of banks and regulators. He goes on to say that the company's dependence on crypto can negatively impact its financial operations in the face of numerous potential consequences. They could suffer from unpredictable value fluctuations, increased tax liability, and the loss of a company's bank accounts or banking partnerships. But if the state got behind it, if regulators got behind it, that could change everything. So the possibility for the industry to adopt this is that blockchain-based token uh, as a form of strategic partnerships uh, with well-positioned companies. So that would make them the token, more, make it more stable uh, for small businesses to adopt. The blockchain technology is also providing cannabis manufacturers with the possibility of precise tracking. So a lot of the trace and tracking that's required by state regulators uh, could be replaced with this uh, blockchain. 
For now, it looks like the traditional financial services are going to be the better option, providing the industry what they need, what they want. Uh, cash is king, obviously, but uh, someone's going to have to come up with a way to revolutionize the market. So cannabis-specific cryptos are not really practical for the industry. Uh, dispensaries are going to have to wise up uh, and provide crypto in the, in the future. Uh, but again, that's all going to come back down to uh, federal and state regulations. And the comfort level as well is going to have to be there for uh, everyone involved. So until then, nothing's going to happen. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why is an endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.